Oh, welcome back, family, to a new season, new episode of The Off Switch. So, I got suspended, I got kicked off, I got locked out, I'm not sure exactly what for. There was things said about foul language, I didn't think I used foul language. Uh, one thing that they did say was copyright, uh, I probably am guilty of that, so things are going to change a little bit, So, but not too much. But anyway, it's still going to be the same twist. Same old asshole, just new twist. Uh, anyway, let me start out with a story. So my daughter started school this year. So two weeks into school, they're telling me they're going to move her from the class. And now, let me tell you, the first two days of school was a nightmare. And then she started leveling off and getting comfortable with the teacher. And so she was starting to fall in. Well, the teacher was teaching words and math and stuff that she just was not getting the concept so she wasn't trying to take part in it whatsoever refusing work and everything else so then uh she comes to me and says uh hey they're getting ready to move your daughter over to this class because there's too many in my class. They're just going to move it over. So I went in the office to say, you can't do that to these kids. That's like starting over. And I left my name and number and the secretary started defending it. And blah, 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 blah. For the same thing that the teacher said. So I left my name, number, everything. And tried to get hold of the principal and go figure. Nobody calls me back. Well, she wasn't moved either. So I just kind of let things ride. Well, then... I'm seeing positive. Okay, then let me explain this thing called Dojo is like a Facebook for the teachers so they can keep in contact with the parents and let the parents know everything that's going on. It's actually fabulous. Anyway, on there, she's like putting all this stuff on there and, then, and telling us how great she's doing on this Dojo. Meanwhile, when we go to pick her up, she's telling us absolutely the opposite. Like, Oh, yeah, I had to cut this out. I had to do this. I had to cut that out. And she was bad this and bad that. And she's just horrible, 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 horrible. I'm like, what the hell? And this is an everyday thing. All right. Well, then my daughter gets suspended. And they argue with me and tell me it's not suspended. She's just not permitted back for a day. So that's suspended, just in case y'all didn't know. That is the absolute actual definition of suspension anyway so this became an argument point and i'm like oh wait so i try to get hold of the principal again no answer so my head starts spinning and i get i leave him a message on that dojo app and he finally gets hold of me that following monday and he's like oh hey man Joe, blah, 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 but don't try to get hold of me on here because I'm hardly ever on here. So I went back and took a, a photo of every time he was on this app from the beginning of school, which was at least once a week, every week from the start of school. Took all these photos and sent it to him and said, let's not start out lying to each other, okay? And then I went into what the problem was. And I went down through a series of multiple problems. How do you expect, I want anybody in the world to try this. Anybody. 
I want you to make a word, and it doesn't matter if it is a one-letter word, any word in the English dictionary. Now, here's the catch. You can't use not one letter in the alphabet. If it's in the alphabet, you can't use it. That's what we're expecting of these kids. These kids don't know what the alphabet is, don't know what letters are, or let alone what the sounds of these letters are. So it's like being told to make words without knowing the alphabet, without being able to use the alphabet. And then they're expected to put numbers together without being able to count really to 10 successfully every single time without a hitch. You know what I'm saying? We're, we're asking way too much here, and then we can't figure out why our education rate is so low, our dropout rate is so high, and our mental health issues are off the charts. It's right there in front of us, people. It's right there in front of us. So, moving forward. Uh, I'm trying to get hold of the principal. Can't get hold of the principal. I finally get hold of him on this Dojo app, and I let him have it. I give him everything, and he basically tells me, oh, we've had this problem with this teacher before. And I'm like, well, you don't see an issue here? And then he owns up to dropping the ball, basically. Well, then I start putting things together and start reading things, and I call him out on his shit, and then he puts this little thing on his part of Dojo saying that if you need to get hold of me to do this, that, or the other thing, it was an email or call the school, and I said, well, you better go straight to the email because they don't relay messages at the school. That was my first message on his on his post, right? And then uh, she, the teacher, puts a post. Now, keep in mind, my daughter ain't been back to school since she got suspended. She put a post on there about how... Uh, uh, the report cards were going home, and don't panic. We have time. I know it's going to be a shock to y'all. Yeah, an admittance to failure, and basically telling everybody, "Hey, we still got time for them to learn this stuff." And then I got on there, being me, and said, "Well, if you ask me, I think these kids are truly amazing." And I said, "To be able to make words without knowing the alphabet." putting numbers together without truly being able to count is truly commendable and amazing from their point, from their perspective. And on their behalf, I said. And, well, that was on there for a while, and, oh, suddenly all the parents stopped liking the comments, and it just, like, froze up the dojo. Well, then... I still couldn't get hold of the principal, and so I put on a second message on his post stating, hey, how about you just leave your boss's number since you have a bad history of not getting in contact with anybody? Let's see if that turns out to be more useful. Oh, my phone starts ringing shortly thereafter, like a couple hours thereafter, and it's this gentleman and telling me he works with the principal. And I was like, are you his boss? Uh, are you his boss? Are you his boss? Are you his boss? And he just basically tells me no, but he works with him on things. So I'm, I was like, you know what? Screw it. And I unloaded in him, 
on him the whole story and told him at this point, and I have text messages to prove all this stuff, everything. You know what I'm saying? None of this stuff is just somebody ranting off without evidence. I have hard physical evidence. There is a reason when things start going shitty like that, that I start texting more than calling. And that's so I have black and white proof of everything that's happened. All right. So with that being said, let's keep moving forward. So I unload on this guy that claims he's not the principal's boss. And then I told him, you know what? I need to talk to your boss as well, if you don't mind. I need her to get hold of me too. So at this point, I finally got hold of the principal and yep, he got me for a minute. He owned up and accepted accountability for his actions. And that's so rare at this point that it made me miss the lies that were coming out of his mouth. All right. Yep, it got me. I'm not going to lie about it. It got me. It made me miss the lies coming out of his mouth. Or maybe I just wanted to believe what he was saying to get my daughter back into school. I'm not sure where that's at, but it is what it is. So after started thinking about it, I talked to the superintendent and I was like, yeah, you know, what happened between me and him? You know, but uh, it is what it is. Uh, I think he's got potential of moving in the right direction. And uh, this was before I got to think of it all, you know, before I got to process everything. And I told her, yeah, I think he was all right, but she's got more issues. She shouldn't be around students. She's toxic, right? And uh, so I had this conversation with her. Well, then there was this trunk or treat. And keep in mind, my daughter's back in school. She loves her new teacher. The teacher is awesome, and she is doing extra for me like giving me a regular updates and stuff uh, that my daughter is okay and doing well and succeeding. So the new teacher is absolutely awesome. So, and she was the only reason I was keeping my daughter in there due to the fact that she was making a difference. My daughter was excited about school again. And I really found a trust in this woman due to the fact that she was willing to give me all these extra updates and let me know my daughter was safe while she was there. So with that being said, let's keep moving forward. Uh, we go to this trunk or treat, which is an absolute disaster the way they're running things out there. Yet again, the lack of leadership is showed so bright. Like, man, there's a million different ways y'all could have done this that would have been 10 times better than the way you done it. You know what I'm saying? So uh, we go through and we get through anyway. And as we walk up, the principal looks at my daughter and says, oh, hi, and then walks off, gone. Now, with everything going on, wouldn't you want to meet me? We still haven't met face to face. So as soon as he sees my daughter, he doesn't even try to see who's with her. He just takes off. Like, whoop, nope, that's time to go. This might be bad. So we walk through, and then we run up to the teacher that created all the issues, right? And so I've got an issue with you. If my daughter's around you, I'm keeping an eye on you because I've already lost trust for you. So I'm going to keep an eye on you. I'm not pointing you out to nobody. I'm not playing these little games. I'm just keeping an eye on you because I don't trust you. It's like letting a child around a dog for the first time. You always keep an extra extra tight eye on the dog because you don't know how the dog's going to respond. Same thing. So my daughter goes through. She hurriedly 
drops a piece of candy in her, doesn't even try to speak to her, looks up, looks, finds my ex-wife and I in, in the crowd, and then backs up to somebody standing there behind her and starts pointing us out like uh, like a middle schooler about to get in a fight. You know what I mean? Pointing us out and saying, that's the one right there. So this triggers a, a response in my head like, oh, wait a minute. This chick is capable of trying to get retaliation. And the only way she's really got anything on me is my daughter in that school. So this starts making me feel real uneasy. So then I start really processing everything to realize everything that comes out of the principal's mouth is a lie. All right. So I blow this out, man. And then I get hold of, I try to get hold of the superintendent again. Of course, she won't answer me now. And when she does, she's like just trying to blow me off. You know what I mean? And uh, same with the principal. He's just trying to blow me off. He just wants me to go away. So then the the vice president finally gets hold of me. And I almost feel like I should have apologized to this guy because I blew up on him and I said, look, this over the phone shit does not work for me anymore. We need to sit down and have a face to face meeting. Now, don't get it wrong. By the time I got to this face to face meeting, it took a lot to control myself. I was ready to explode at this point. You know what I mean? So I had to sit in there and calm down for a minute now that I was face-to-face with him, because I'm not going to lie to y'all. My first reaction is to fight. It's not the flight. It's the fight. So, and I know that is not a proper reaction, so then my brain takes over. And once I can get past, and you can see the struggle in me trying to get to that point. But we're professional, and we are adults, people adults i use that word loosely because adults ain't nothing but age anymore we still think like children anyway she points us out and i just really wanted to walk up to her and say you know what maybe you should get in a higher grade you shouldn't be around kindergartners anymore you're starting to act like them but it really set this trigger off in front of me that this this woman is incapable is capable of retaliation so then I tried to get hold of the principal. Of course, he ain't trying to get hold of me. He's got that history of not calling back. So then I tried to get hold of that superintendent. And of course, she's got a history of not returning calls as well. So then I was like, hey, can you just go ahead and turn, point me over to your boss, please? You know, so I finally get hold of him. We talk. So now, at first, I was kind of, like, upset with his answer to it. Oh, we're just going to imply more rules. Well, you're telling me you're going to add rules to people that weren't following the rules that were written in the first place. If they're not following their own policies, then what's the point of the policies? You know what I'm saying? So I kind of went down that road. I was like, yeah, this is like putting more stricter gun rights to contain criminals. You know what I mean? Stricter gun laws contain criminals. Yep, that makes sense. Uh, how do you become a criminal in the first place by breaking the law? So let's increase law. Oh, wait. Everybody else hear those crickets? Uh, so I went down this road with him, and I told him, you know, this this principal insults the intelligence integrity of every parent in this school by the comments he made. They won't accept half credit on things she refused 
due to the fact that they don't know if she did it or the parents did it. Hello, stupid. And it's not suspension. She's just not welcome back for a day. I don't think they counted on me being the thorn that I am. So I took this as far as I possibly could take it. And guess what? Things are moving in my direction. Sometimes it's better to play the chess game than to just blow up. Even if it takes a struggle to bring your head back to where it needs to be, take that time. Take that struggle. Better results come from less violence. Anyway, being able to battle it out with the wits not being the dumbest person or the smartest person in the room. You know, I'm not the smartest, but I'm damn sure not the dumbest. I can put two and two together and I can take one away real quick. Don't get it messed up. But what I'm saying is we got to challenge our education system. We need to demand better of these parents, these teachers, and these principals. You know, if it took going clear to six on your side and making it open into the entire world, I'm ready to do that. And I'm doing it. I'm making it clear to everybody in the community, pay attention to where your kid is, what the teacher is doing, become more active in their education, and see how much more success will come their way. That's what I'm telling you. Demand better all the way around. Okay, before I get off here, I want to tell another story. You know, that one is turning out to go the right direction. Everything I needed to go is starting to go. Yeah, the process is slow, but sometimes you got to be patient of the process for the process to work and to be able to change the process and say, hey, this is not working. We need to do better. We need to make it better. You see what I'm saying? It's not always about blowing up and going to fight first because my reaction is to fight too. Sometimes it's better to play the chess game. Remember that. Use your head, not your muscle. All right? Moving forward to that results, I will let you know as soon as they keep coming, how they unfold, as they unfold, of course. I will be bringing up a lot of that school system now that she's in school. But I want to move forward. Way back when I started this episode, this podcast, it was all over uh, than putting litter boxes in River Valley School. So far, no uh, litter boxes in River Valley School, but I did meet a set of the parents trying to change that and having a litter box put in schools for her for their daughter. And I met the little girl thinking that she was a cat. Now, don't think I'm saying I'm some kind of counselor or I'm some kind of psychiatrist, uh, but I can see... I can tell when a light bulb is blown. You know what I mean? I don't need to be an electrician to see it won't turn on. You know what I'm saying? So uh, with that being said, I met with this parent and his, their daughter. And uh, now let me just say, if it took two sandwiches to make a panic picnic, that girl's two sandwiches shy of making a picnic. Her cheese is definitely slid off her cracker. And uh, I made this assessment when she looked at me and told me that her only regret was not succeeding where, with what she started. Okay, now let me go into the story of why I think this is a mental problem. And she's, she's oh my God, she's psychotic. 
Anyway, this this girl makes Michael Myers look sane. But so she was getting made fun of for trying to get the litter boxes put in the bathrooms or at the school, wherever she was getting made fun of for trying to be a cat. And Hey, that's just kids saying, this is not normal. You're not normal. Okay. And that says a lot in its own because that's creating distraction to the education of these other kids. That is obviously already failing so why are we adding any more distraction than what we can already afford to this already failing system you're with me so far so i met with this parent and this kid and the kid looked at me and told me that her only regret well she took a knife to school and started wheeling it and went after a couple of these kids making fun of her over being a cat now, I don't blame that little girl. I blame the parents. The parents are abusing that little girl by allowing her to believe that she's a cat in the first place. And by going to the end of their arm to try to put litter boxes in the school, harming other students as well as their own. That's how I'm seeing it. Now, they came to me hoping that I would stand on their behalf. And they actually looked at me and said it was an outrage that this little girl got suspended for bringing the knife to school. And I said, you know what? You're absolutely right. It is an outrage that she didn't get expelled. Are you kidding me? She got suspended? I don't want this little psycho, psycho in school next to my daughter where she could potentially flip and create health risk to every student around her by poking them with a fucking pencil. It's that easy, people. I'm just saying, there is a weapon at anybody's hands. It depends on how you wish to use it. Just like your middle finger was never intended by God to be bad. It's all on how you use it. You see what I'm saying? You, we as parents need to start standing up and making a difference. And if you're a toxic parent, then other parents need to start making a difference and stop letting you abuse these children because that is abuse. And don't get it wrong, people. It about came to a fist fight in my living room when I told them that they were guilty of abuse in my eyes. They were abusing that poor child. And yes, I looked at that child and offered to help. You need mental help. What you're going through is not healthy. And your parents are not helping you. They're more of a problem than a help. And that's what's coming down to. A lot of these parents are more of the problem than they are a help. We, as a community, we, as parents, need to come together. Start demanding better of our education system. Start wanting better for our kids. And when I say that, you need with the want, you need to become active. It takes a community standing together to hold our kids together. We need to be more active. Social media needs to be less active. All right, so with that being said, I told you there was like 
some mention of copyright. So with that being uh, a possibility, we're not going to do the little moment of silence without the moment of silence. But I still want to take time and recognize our military, those who have died for it, those who haven't died for it, but have sacrificed everything. Those still alive, those not alive, all of them, they deserve more respect and dignity than what we give them. They should not have hassles with the VA. As far as I'm concerned, the second they served, as long as they did not get dishonorably discharged for being some kind of psycho crave killer or some crazy crap like that, insurance to them should be absolutely 100% free. All the freedoms that we abuse and take for granted, they have fought for and died for and taken extra sacrifices for why we wipe our feet on it. Y'all are arguing about flags. There's only one flag in this country. It is that red, white, and blue. It does not divide us. It unites us. And those of you that do not stand for it have no business in this country. That's why I believe Brittany Griner, the basketball star that went across overseas getting high and got busted and got nine years, right in prison. You took a knee here, showing disrespect for the freedoms you were given here. You, It's only right that you get to split those hairs over there, girl. You know what I mean? You don't, you don't shit on the bowl and then expect to sit on a clean seat. You know what I'm saying? It don't work that way. And when you talk about white privilege, you got these people like Oprah. She's a billionaire, people. Speaking of white privilege. Her kids and her have more privilege than I do because I'm broke. She has money. She can go overseas. I can't afford that. You know what I mean? She That is privilege, people. Uh, another one that likes to do it. Uh, LeBron James wants to talk about privilege, privilege, all these people with privileges. Do you not realize that's a billionaire looking at you talking about privileges? It's like, oh, yeah, I'm worried about global warming and electric while I'm playing on my smartphone, listening to my headphones. Uh, okay. I'm worried about the environment, too, while I'm pressing the gas to my diesel. You know what I mean? Why I throw McDonald's trash out my window. I'm more worried about the McDonald's trash than I am the car going up the road. I'm just saying. But who am I? Anyway, like I said, our veterans need more respect and dignity than what we show them. 22 veterans a day are committing suicide. This is unacceptable, and it's all due to the way we treat our veterans. And we need to remember that flag unites us. We are all united under that red, white, and blue. And we need to start respecting those that have fought for it. And you want to talk about slavery and racism and all this stuff? Well, let's start putting credit where, where credit is due. I am not going to take any responsibility or accept any uh, responsibility for slavery in the past. 
due to the fact that if you really ride your line of history, the slaves were sold to the English people, the settlers and stuff, as farm equipment by kings and queens of Africa, by their own people. We didn't go over there and round them up like uh, zoo animals. They went over there and bought them from kings and queens of Africa. And you hear me say we and they and stuff like that. Look, that all that is is referring to the race that we are giving. You guys press so much on the race that it, I play to it. I accept that I'm white. I'm not ashamed of being white. God intended on me being white. I didn't face any less or more diversity than anybody else. Everybody has their own story. Remember that. You'll go further. If you quit thinking that you've lived the worst life ever and nobody's ever seen the hardships that you've seen and somebody just might have had it worse than you and take those hardships you faced and keep somebody else from facing them and we'll go so much further in the world. Well, I don't have anything else left to say for this episode other than if I don't make it back, God bless all of you. I love you all for listening. I hope everything turns out great for all of you. God bless you, and good night.